for many years. Far too many years. I had a low level of anxiety. I would wake up feeling dread. My stomach would be in knots constantly. I can't believe I didn't have irritable bowel syndrome. Panicked attacks were normal. In fact, it was a good day if I didn't have a panic attack. And I went to bed feeling anxious. And I lived that way for decades. And it wasn't until I started understanding how people affected me that caused my anxiety, which caused the stress, which caused the all the health problems that I had with having lightheadedness, body aches, so many discomforts. And what we're going to do today, we're going to have a very unfiltered conversation, which you might be thinking, well, Denise, every podcast episode is unfiltered. But anywho, we're going to have a really frank conversation about what it looks like to identify the sources of in, of anxiety, stress, and worry in our life. Because for so many of us, we're oblivious to it. And then we're wondering why we feel so bad. We're going to unpack that and we're going to go through some tips to help you reclaim your power. All that's going to come to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions, and I'm super passionate about talking about how you can reclaim the power of your life. We live in a society where victims are allotted. They get the mic and they're invited on talk shows and everybody, because lots of people love gossip, want to hear all the tea that's being spilled. And then they're nowhere closer to actually healing because all they're doing is re-traumatizing themselves instead of working through the pain with applicable and practical solution. And that's what I'm going to be delivering to you in this podcast. It's going to be very frank, very honest, and 30 minutes or less, hopefully, some solution. So if you are new to this podcast, make sure that you hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. I usually drop episodes on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays because that's really all I'm delivering right now. I'm just being raw and unfiltered and just straight to the point because why are we going to live a life that's unsatisfactory just because nobody questions the status quo? Nobody questions whether or not the behavior that's around us or the behavior that we're doing is actually helping anybody, including ourselves. And that's what I want to be talking about. And if you haven't done so already, let's get social on social media. Find me on X Twitter, Denise G. Lee. There you'll be listening, well, not listening, reading me. Just talk straight from my heart about certain issues, about everything from infidelity to self-care to awareness of the language that you use, to compassion for yourself and others, and so many different topics that are just on my mind. If you tag me, Denise G. Lee, I'm always open and available to be able to respond. I love engaging with my peeps, with, with you guys, and I'm hoping that we can have a really cool conversation on Twitter X. I'm sorry. I, I've had some people say, well, why aren't you on Threads? Why aren't you on Instagram? I'm like, because I'm not there, sweet baby. I'm like, I'm not there. 
So I'm on X Twitter. That's where you can find me. And if you're interested in reading some of my articles or just some of my other thoughts, check out my website, denisegelee.com. There you'll be able to read the articles. And also you can enroll in one of my courses. I highly recommend Amazing Attitude. That's where all my clients that start off working with me, they jump into this program where for 21 days we talk about how your past influenced you. We talk about how your outlook and life has been shaped and influenced by unresolved traumas. We talk about so many different things and amazing attitude. It really will change your life. At least I've been told that by all the people who have enrolled in that course. But anyway, I'm going to leave a link for amazing attitude in the show notes below. And then lastly, if you're interested in working with me, you can inquire about working with me via, via Denise Seeley. All right. Well, with that all being set aside, let's get into today's episode about understanding how people can cause anxiety and depression in your life. But first, I got a question to ask you. Have you ever been told you always fail? Nobody can trust you? Perhaps you carry the weight of being labeled as a screw-up for as long as you can remember. Maybe the treatment you received led you to believe that you are unworthy, unredeemable, and unimportant. I'll never forget, I've had several moments in my life where I was literally told to my face I was a loser, or I was mocked openly, ignored, told that I was crazy to my face. That really messes with your brain. So I, so understand I've been there so many times, especially at the job, the workplace. For three long years, I was deceived by a supervisor who insisted that all memos had to be cleared through him before reaching the field offices. Can you imagine the impact of such deceit day in and day out? And I know I'm not alone. Many of us have faced lies, neglect, and dismissal from those who are supposed to care about us that stretched over months, years, if not decades. And the toll of these experiences, man, it just manifests as a constant undercut of anxiety and depression. And you may recall when I was talking in the, in the, the beginning of our, our time with one another, how I just woke up just feeling anxious. My heart was racing. I would had sweaty palms at the time. I would sweat through t-shirts and I wasn't even talking to anybody. It was just the anticipation of talking to certain people that reminded me that I didn't deserve to be there. And that messes with your brain. And before I even made this podcast episode, I was just thinking to myself, like, why is this on my mind? Why am I thinking about that? And my husband rented a the DVD by Charles Schultz, The Peanuts. And it features Charlie, Charlie Brown. And for those of you guys who don't know Charlie Brown, everybody knows Snoopy, right? So it was based... Every, Snoopy got popularized. A little be- white beagle, white and blo- black dotted beagle was originated from the comic strip Peanuts. But anyway, I was watching this particular episode again, a boy named Charlie Brown, and they were showing about quote unquote his friend 
Lucy, which was not a friend, who acted like a psychiatrist, who was always constantly critical, demeaning about what Charlie Brown could do. And she would say, Charlie Brown, you know, you always screw up. Charlie Brown, you're always such a failure. And it wasn't so much of a shock that Charlie Brown was always insecure and anxious and not wanting to take initiative because he was surrounded by people that constantly put him down. And I don't know about you, but I, because I never questioned it or challenged it, I accepted it as truth. And even if those people are long gone in your life, it could be a mother or a father or some type of caregiver or a mentor. Maybe they're long gone from your life right now, but their voices are still ringing in your head right now, telling you that this business idea is stupid or you shouldn't be with this certain person in a romantic situation or you shouldn't be living in this area or what there might be saying voices to you right now, even if they're like 500 miles away or they're 500 feet under the earth, they're dead. Their voices are still telling you and know this, that those voices have these constant shoulds and oughts and must so many insane expectations we couldn't even meet, even if we tried. But here's the craziest thing, that the people who judged you, they criticized you because of their own high standards, probably didn't accomplish anything near what they expected of you. They don't tell you that. Because the way for them to push away their anxieties and their own insecurities is to project their own insecurities on you. And it's it's bullying. It's bullying in a way, even if it's under the guise of, I want to help you. I want you to be able to be successful. But the reality of it is a lot of people actually delight in making other people feel bad. And I'm just going to pause for a second and talk to the parents in the room because you all just need to hear this for whatever it's worth. If you're in a situ, if your child, if your child is in a situation right now where they are being bullied or they are being teased mercilessly and they don't have support, get them out as soon as possible because they're not going to quote unquote get a thicker skin or rise above it. They're going to conclude that they're in a hellhole and nobody's going to help them and they might as well just give up and surrender to the the whims or the qualms of whoever is around them right now. And that can make them become a lifelong underachiever. And I know that you might have your own stressors right now and maybe you just feel as if you've got so many other things that you have to tackle on. You just can't deal with the issues that the, the kid is going through that they need to toughen up. And that's not toughen up. That's literally being thrown to the wolves and... It's not going to help them in the long run or your relationship. If they try to reach out with you, they try to tell you, I don't feel safe. So this is so important for parents to understand this right now before it manifests into eating disorders, having type of gender dysmorphia. Also, so many types of issues stem from bullying and we need to do better as a culture to stomp that out before it 
gets out of control. So I just, sorry, I just had to put that <laughs> public service announcement out there right now since it was on the mind. But let's get back to you and your anxiety or your low level of depression or fear. So if you're in a round, or if you have been conditioned to think less of yourself because you've been around people that were had low emotional intelligence, aka they were emotionally disabled, they didn't have the tools, interests, or desire to be able to communicate their own fears, their own worries, their own anxieties in a, a constructive and healthy way, they're going to project their insecurity on you and you're going to feel like a pile of shit. That's basically what's happening. And if you don't challenge that, it's going to impact your health. It's going to impact your outlook on life. And it's going to impact everything that you want to accomplish. And love, I want much more for you than that. I was talking to a client the other day. And she was telling me some of her health problems. And I'm always curious about people's life strip and and how their upbringing have made them to come to certain conclusions in life. Oh, by the way, if you're interested in taking your life script, it's free. There's a link in the show notes below about getting to learn who you are and how you're motivated. But anyway, I was talking with her and I asked her, I said, so is your dad like a positive person? Is your dad motivated and excited? And she shrugged and she said, no, not really. I think I, I got that from my dad. Coincidentally, she's the firstborn. Coincidentally, she has a profession that's just like her dad. Coincidentally, she went to school where her father went to school, graduate school, and she was living up to her dear old dad in every sense of the word. And for a lot of us, we are literally replicating what was modeled to us. And until we understand how those viewpoints impacted us, we will think it's normal to stay in crappy hell holes for months, years, not decades. But all of that changes now. Now we get to embark on a journey to identify the root causes of our pain and worries. Now is the time that we get to confront those sources head on and more importantly, remove their negative influence from our lives. It's all about reclaiming control and rebuilding our lives. And so imagine with me for a moment, waking up without that heavy burden of worry. Picture a life free from that insecurity and low self-worth. It's possible. And it begins with acknowledging that change is within reach. And so what we're going to do in the, the last time, the moments that we have left, is I'm going to talk about how do we identify the causes of that pain? How do we identify our worries and anxieties with specific people okay and again I just want to just make it very super clear about this before we get into anything else that this is not an episode where you get to go up to someone and say you see the way you treated me this is the reason why I'm going to cut you off of my life and I'm not going to deal with anyone like you ever again like this is no 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 no. we're going to rise above and be a little bit more mature we're going to talk about things from a holistic standpoint, our behavior, their behavior, and what we want to accomplish where everyone wins. This is the different kind of energy from being stuck in that victim mi- mindset 
where everybody's to blame, but we're all beautiful, wealthy, sexy, and wonderful, and we've never done anything. We've got like this halo on our heads. No, we all have done some junk. We all have caused some of our own dysfunction, but at least we can identify certain people that exaggerate, 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 Okay, I want to figure out how to say that word correctly. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make, there there are going to be people in our lives that just take a bad situation and turn it into worse. And what we're going to do is learn about how to keep ourselves safe around unsafe people. And, and here's a kicker, showing people through example how we can be caring and compassionate. In the midst of negativity. Shocker. If you had told me that like six years ago, I'd be like, I'd be like, girl, you lost your mind, Denise. What are you talking about? But now I'm preaching it. So I guess I have learned. <laughs> All right, let's get into my four tips. And we're going, actually five tips. And then we're going to get straight into it um, about how we can eliminate the anxiety and depression from our lives. Okay. Number one is get more present with your body. Number two, get clear about your wants and needs. Three, stop making excuses for bad behavior. Four, ask yourself whether this person is adding more value in your life. And lastly, how can you add more value in the whole situation? That's the kicker. So let's get into it. As I mentioned in the intro, a lot of us are completely divorced from how we feel. We just have come to accept that we have body aches and we have knots in our shoulders or we have constant irritable bowel syndrome or headaches or whatever. And we just think that stuff is normal. Oh, it's genetic. Oh, it just runs in my family. Oh, I could just take some pills. That's, that's just crazy. It's crazy. For a lot of us, we don't even know because we have just learned to tolerate that. And that's not tolerable. And what I want to talk about when I say getting present with your body, I'm talking about being still and really feeling exactly what's going around you and connecting that with how your body is reacting. I'll never forget when I would talk to my old boss, so dysfunctional. I'm just saying, I'm just thinking about some of the interactions I had with him. But anyway, I remember when I walked up to his office, every and every time I felt a pit in my stomach, constantly. And when I think about it, even to be honest with you, even before I was hired by him, I had that pit in my stomach. And I thought it was just nerve. No, I was just around someone who was completely unsafe. And my body was telling me that he was unsafe. But I didn't want to do that because I wanted to travel around the world and be famous and beautiful. And I thought that he was the ticket to that. Love, do not ignore what your body is telling you. It is telling you either to open your mouth or to turn around (laughs) or to figure out Is there a better way than this? Now, here's the thing. This is where it gets weird. A lot of us have had 
such low expectations of ourselves because of feelings of unworthiness that we never rise through our fears or anxieties and it causes us to be an underachiever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when we are in a situation where we are around people who literally have no interest in helping us because they're so self-absorbed or have so many other issues that it, the situation's just straight out toxic. We got to leave. And our bodies are telling us it's time to go. There are a couple of books that dive more into this, When the Body Says No by Gabor Matei and Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers by Robert Sapolsky. But, and actually, there's another book, um, The Body Keeps Score by Bessel van Kalt. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Not right, but whatever. So there's lots of books that talk about how your body is signaling to you day in and day out. Danger, danger, it's time to go. Be more present with your body and recognize those signs. Don't ignore them, write that down. I tell all my clients, when you're feeling uncomfortable, when you're feeling tension in your body or you're clenching your jaw, get a little piece of paper, write down the, the, the body reaction and what's around you or what are you doing or what... What what's going on? Identify it. So many of us are not connecting the things around us, the stimuli, and our bodies. Okay. Number two is get clear about your wants and needs. You know, this is a hard one, especially if you grew up in a family life or a painful situation where your wants and needs were considered not relevant because mom or dad was a drunk or an addict or they weren't even there or there was financial insecurity or there was just all sorts of craziness going on and so your problems took a backseat and perhaps you were busy maybe being the substitute mom or dad or in some cases paying getting like an after-school job and helping paying to put food on the table literally growing up I mean that's real I get that and for a lot of us, we don't even recognize our wants and needs because we're so busy trying to save the world that seems to be burning down all around us. And so we don't know when we need a rest. We need to eat. I've, I've talked with so many clients who told me like, damn, like I didn't realize after like six hours, I didn't drink anything because they're so go, 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 do, do, do. And they're never being present in the moment and feeling what their body is telling them. So my question to you is, above and beyond, obviously, biological concerns about getting enough rest, getting exercising, drinking enough fluids throughout the day, at least a gallon a day, like beyond all that, or limiting sugar and salt from your life, what do you need for you to feel safe? What do you need to feel appreciated? And a lot of us try to find pseudo ways to get our, our needs taken care of. Meaning that, like, for example, I see this all the time, uh, especially on social media, where people are trying to use online relationships as a substitute for real world interactions. And they're asking questions about how do I cope with my anxiety or how do I do all this stuff? And like, here's the thing, you might get some really good advice, no different than like reading the book or listening to a podcast or whatever like this. But there's something totally different by looking someone eyeball to eyeball feeling their reactions and getting a sense of 
pure acknowledgement, appreciation, and awareness of their existence. Nothing can compare to that. And for a lot of us, we try to find these like quick solutions. And what I really want to ask you right now is, what do you really need? Let's not try to find quick band-aids. What do you need? Be very clear about what you really need in order for you to feel safe and appreciated and acknowledged. Because for a lot of us, the reason why we have the anxiety, because it's rooted to the fear. The reason why it's rooted to the fear is because we've been abandoned so many times that we abandoned our own sense of worth and acknowledgement. Get back to you, love, and whatever that looks like. All right. Number three, stop making excuses for bad behavior. Oh, I had I had to exhale for a moment because I, I was thinking about one particular situation where it was so bad with one guy I was interacting with that my alcoholic brother had to mention to me, boy, he treats you really bad. And he, my brother was treating me bad, too, when I was more or less enabling his uh, alcoholism. But anyway, for a lot of us, we don't even see how people are disrespectful, neglectful, abandoning us when we, w- w- they said that they made promises to us, all that stuff. For a lot of us, we have been making far too many excuses about bad behavior of other people. And it, we have come to question our sanity because we wonder, is it really bad? Are we making things up in our mind? And I'm thinking about another situation where I would have, I had a guy that I thought I was in a relationship with and I never met his family, never met his friends, never went to his apartment. And he only just really wanted to use me for sex and free food. But because he wanted to spend time with me, I thought I was in a relationship. That's not a relationship. And the moment I started asking him about, you know, meeting his family or trying to get more serious, then he says, oh, this relationship is not, it's, it's not, go- it's not good for me. I need to go. I mean, that, that broke my heart because, again, I thought that I could love him enough to want him to spend time with me. But the fact of the matter is nobody can love someone who can't love themselves. That's just a fact. So stop making excuses for the bad behavior. Stop making excuses for people who mistreat you, who cannot make or keep agreements for people who don't see the worth that you have. We all have worth. We all have value. And oral relationships either end in death or divorce. And for a lot of us, we let relationships go way past their expiration date. Kind of think about, would you drink spoiled milk that was in the fridge for over a month? I mean, you would say no, right? But how many of us are drinking rotten, nasty, smelling milk that has been gone, been bad for, for, for a month, but we think, well, it's there. I can still consume it. No, you can't. You need to throw that mess down the sink. You need to lovingly say you're awesome, but I think it's best that we part ways. We need to be honest with ourselves. Okay. I talk way too much on that issue. Let's move on to number four is ask yourself whether this person's adding more value in your life. That's actually kind of teed in 
tied in with number three, stop making excuses for this bad behavior. I always tell all my clients, get a calendar out, get a calendar out, and get a marker, okay? And for every day, if they, if you could feel like you got at least 51% value, 51% value, even make a green check. And the day that you're like, oh, God, I wish they stayed 5,000 miles away from me, put a red X. And after 60 days, if there are more red Xs than green check marks, let them go. Let them go, let them go, let them go. Because you're not helping anybody, even the people that supposedly want to be around you because they know when you're around, they're around someone that just doesn't like them from snide comments to being judgmental and critical. Like that energy is so toxic and weird. It's just better just to let people be aligned with people that enjoy each other's company. Okay. I just don't know any other way to say it. And lastly, number five is how can you add more value to all, including yourself? Some of, of a lot of, we talked about, about how people have mistreated us, didn't appreciate us. But sometimes if we are to be honest with ourselves, we were critical ourselves. We were judgmental. We were pessimistic. We were antagonistic to certain people. We thought the worst and we projected that fear out and they returned in kind that projection of negativity because we get back the energy that we give out. And if we were to be honest with ourselves, if we just were a little more more positive and upbeat, maybe, just maybe, that might turn the situation around. And I have to be honest with you, like, that doesn't always work. I've, I had a situation at, again, my, my last job where it, despite that I was trying to be positive and own my mistakes and be more responsible and, and do what I can, they had no interest in repairing the relationship. It's a two-way street. So if there is hope, please lean into it. If there is a possibility where you can insert kindness and compassion for all, including yourself, do that. And if the relationship still falls apart, and you, it's better to leave for the sake of your sanity, if not nothing else. Because look, here's the thing. When we're having low levels of anxieties and depression... What we're basically saying is I don't believe in myself or my ability to change the my my world or the situation around me. So I'm just going to be in constant fear and sadness. And that's that's really bad. <laughs> I don't know any other, any other way to say it, but that's just really bad. There's a better ways for us to be able to relate with our world and everyone around us. So if we can be able to have an attitude of gratitude, just be thankful for the ability to go to a job that we don't like or have a a child that was birthed through someone that we don't like or being able to get in a car that may be breaking down every other week or whatever or having a business that doesn't have all the clients we want yet but we can be grateful that we're still pursuing our dreams i want you to just wake up and be grateful be grateful for something we, most of us are not waking up to rockets flying over our heads and the earth shaking or some type of climate disaster around us. Most of us who are listening to this podcast live in a relatively stable situation. 
most of us. I'm not, I'm not going to generalize and say everyone because I don't know where everybody is listening. But most of us do. So why don't we count our blessings? Why don't we appreciate what we have? And maybe if we have a little bit more gratitude and appreciation for everyone, including ourselves, maybe we won't look at the world with such a pessimistic worldview. And maybe the people around us would change. And maybe we'll find more opportunities. Who knows? You know, in my course, Amazing Attitude, I talk way more about how to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. But the point I'm trying to make here right now is that it's all within our power. It's just a matter of choice. Okay? So, again, my five steps about identifying the causes and sources of our pain and and pushing through that anxiety and that depression is to get more present with our body. Get clear about our wants and needs. Three, stop making excuses for bad behavior. Four, ask ourselves whether this person's adding more value in our life. And lastly, five, add more value to all wherever possible. And so as you're listening to this, what area of your life can you improve? What part of your life? And is it your physical health? Is it your mental health? Is it a little bit of both? Is it your having an attitude of gratitude? I don't know. What I want you to do is write it down. It's not enough just to listen to this podcast. Like I know I've... I've got a great voice. I've got, I've got a great video voice. Maybe not, but whatever. <laughs> You're listening to me talk right now. So at least implement something. Don't just listen to it and nod your head and say that's great. I w- and I want to hear from you. So if you're on connected with me on Twitter, X, you know, send me a message and let me know what you're doing to empower yourself. And if you are listening to this via Spotify, Anchor, check out Anchor. .fm slash Denise G. Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Let me know the beginning or the end of the voicemail message while then I have permission to air your message and a upcoming podcast episode. Well, that is it, my loves. I hope that you are empowered, encouraged, inspired, all that good stuff. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit the follow, subscribe button, and share this podcast if you found a lot of value with that. So, with if anything else, understand that the power to change is always within you. Until next time, take care and be awesome.